Ladies and gentlemen, it's a great pleasure to introduce my guest today, the one and only Leon Ligan Majek, also known as Kaleta, who has a legendary career in Afrobeat. Kaleta is a singer, guitar player, percussionist, Afrobeat veteran. Uh, Kaleta, you have played with some of the biggest names in Nigerian music history, Felakuti, King Sonny, just to name a few. Um, welcome to the podcast. I'm really excited. Thank you for being here. Thank you for doing this. Thank you for having me. And sorry for the small delay. Yeah, no, no worries. You, yeah, no problem. You are in New York now, Kaleta, right? Yes, right now. You live, you live there, then, right? I live here almost all of yeah. my life, yes. Almost all, most of your life. Is it winter now? Is it cold? It is snowy snow, weather. Snow weather. <laughs> very, very snowy. Um, yeah. Yes, very cold. That's nice. Cool. Yeah. So I am in Ecuador, as you might know, in the jungle. Basically, we can call this also the jungle podcast. So here is pretty warm. So I'm sending you some sunshine from here. Have you ever been to Latin American countries? Yes, I've been to a few. Um, Really? Uh, let me see, Brazil, Panama, mm -hmm. uh, Mexico. As part of, of your musical career? Yes. Touring there? Yes. Mm -hmm. If not for COVID-19, I should be in Colombia this year. Oh my gosh. So yeah. everything changed, right? Everything changed, but it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to wait. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so as I mentioned in the beginning, a legendary career in Afrobeat, um, So I, I guess I suppose music has always been part of your of your life. Can can we maybe start by getting back to those early years growing up in Benin? Uh, what are some of your earliest memories? Like who introduced you to music? Was music always part of your life, or how did all start, so to say? Yes, I think you said it uh, correctly. Uh, naturally, as a kid. Uh, By the time you attain the, the age of four or five, you already know how to play drums mm -hmm. uh, by banging on things around you or playing actual drum. Uh, in the light of this, I remember when I was 10 years old, mm -hmm. uh, I was playing this drum called Kalita drum. You know, that's where mm -hmm. I got my name from. Oh, uh, okay. Yes, Kalita drum is just a, a skin, a uh, wooden skin drum that everybody is familiar with and uh, it is usually played by the kids in December during uh -huh. Christmas time. So oh. we, will, we will put on some mask. The mask is also called Carita, Carita, uh -huh. which is mask, mask. Uh, so, masks. Right? Yeah. But because of the dialect, we, we don't pronounce the re. Instead of carré, we say calé. So uh -huh. that means Kalita. So every kids play uh -huh. that, and we make a little bit of money during Christmas and buy some candy and buy some toys. Uh -huh. So I was uh, one of the uh, best, you know, guy kids playing those stuff around. Uh, sometimes I will be the masquerade myself, or sometimes I will play the drum. So that's where I got my name from. But okay. so mostly, uh, I have a brother called Pascal who was uh -huh. into. Um, music you know uh -huh. uh, he loved James Brown fell up with tea King mm -hmm. Sonny Eddie and he would blast those stuff every day oh nice uh, older yeah, brother right? my older brother you oh. know he passed away last year um, I'm sorry yes uh, thank you 
So that's how I, he really revived the music in me. I mm-hmm. probably going to church for the choir and stuff as a kid also helped me live it. Wow, that's amazing. Uh, so, so maybe we can talk a little bit about the, the, the genesis of Afrobeat. So I, I know then you, you, you moved to Nigeria, right? Yes, as a kid, I moved to Nigeria. Uh, you uh-huh. can recall that Nigeria was just close to me. So, you know, if, yeah. not, if not for the border, you won't even know you're in Nigeria because I, I was born in a place that have the Yoruba culture, you know. The, only, the Yoruba culture. Yes, yeah. we're born to yes, the Yoruba culture, the same mm-hmm. culture as in other states, many states in Nigeria. So we didn't know that, we didn't feel the difference, except mm-hmm. that uh, we learned French in school. If not All for right. the French, we would, we would have thought we are, we are still in Nigeria. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think this is fascinating because the, the music of Nigeria is... It has such a long tradition, right? It has it has so many uh, kinds of folk and popular music, many styles, right, that are related to these ethnic groups that you mentioned. Uh, how how many ethnic groups are there, or what are the, the main ethnic groups that, that we can maybe mention here? Um, you're talking about Benin or Nigeria? Uh, Nigeria, yes. Oh, well, and Benin. You can also tell us a little well, bit. Well, in Benin, we... we, we that. Oh, that's yeah. great. In Benin, we have approximately... 50 languages, let me say 50 languages or maybe 50, 50, 50 or dialect, 50 mm-hmm. language dialect. or dialect. Mm-hmm. In Nigeria, we have 250. 250. 50. Okay. And uh, the, one of the main, the main language in Benin is Fongun Yoruba. And this mm-hmm. one in Nigeria is Yoruba, Igbo, and Hausa. So you can see Yoruba is, is very important in both countries. Uh-huh. You know, they're mainly spoken by Benin and Nigeria at the same time. Yeah. Wow. So, and I guess every every ethnic group has its own music and instruments? Right? Yes. Techniques, songs? Different kind of music. In fact, you are being bombarded by different uh, style of music that you only have mm-hmm. to grab whichever you can. So uh, what I'm doing is just a fraction of, yeah. of things that were happening around me. Wow, that's yeah. so amazing, right? That's so amazing. So th- yeah. that's so to say the traditional music now. And then, and then eventually, I don't know, sometime around the 50s or maybe earlier uh, or in the 60s, I don't know exactly. So w- when did you uh, had your first contact with jazz and funk music? Uh, Yes, uh, talking about jazz, I have always run, I always run away from jazz. I just didn't like jazz um, mm-hmm. because I always thought that jazz, someone had to teach you jazz, and yeah. I didn't, I did not have anybody to teach me jazz. Mm-hmm. But um, the if did, I did you study mu- music, Kaleta? Did you study music? Oh no, I never studied. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I can't read music. I never. I, I had. I have so you never, basically. Yeah. Play by ear, no? By ear, I never read music. Even up to now, I, I can't read anything in music. Mm-hmm. But um, thank God for my brother. Um, he has mm-hmm. a stash of records. Uh, mm-hmm. st- um, I remember The Who, very loud rock, uh, rock band. Oh, I remember The Who. Yeah. The Who. I remember um, all the R&B, old R&B uh, guys in the 60s, uh-huh. 70s. Uh-huh. Uh, the, the list is too long. I can't even uh, 
uh, I mean, call any name right now. They're every every one of them. Mm-hmm. So many. My brother would blast them, but there's mm-hmm. one particular one that he used to sing. That's James Brown. Yeah. When James he sings James Brown, he would invite me in the room and ask me to sit down, and he would be singing like he's the mm-hmm. James Brown. Do you remember what time, what what year was that? Was it in the seventies? Uh, uh, it could be around when this this song "Sit Loud and Break and Proud and Proud" oh, came yeah, out. So. Yeah. Or um, this very one that says uh, it is a man's word, something like yeah. that, because my brother will sit down. And the other one is called Johnny Pacheco. That is uh-huh. a salsa kind salsa, of salsa, right? Yeah, Johnny Pacheco. And because his name is Pascal, he changed his name to Pacheco himself. <laughs> really? And uh, he will be singing Pacheco today, James Brown tomorrow, Sonia uh-huh. Day tomorrow, Fela Kuti. Uh-huh. And I heard the song Fela Kuti called Jem Kuku. That's a, a, a shop and quench. That was the album that I heard for the first time. So mm-hmm. I always say the genesis of everything uh, from, from music coming out from Benin, um, I think outside Benin was uh, because of my brother was into that. But I was also listening to Polyrhythmo which is a big band uh, uh, in Benin in those days. But yeah. I was captivated by the way they also try to play music like that. But uh, I would say um, BBC, Voice of America, that my brother also blasting to me, helped me a little, a little bit before I moved to Nigeria. Uh-huh. So yeah. you also got all that invasion of Western music and, and instruments, right? And then... Um, yes. Uh, so, so you said you you never really studied music, but maybe from your whole experience, like uh, you know, I, I I love African music. You know, I really went when the drummer of my band and I when we discovered Afrobeat, and you know, we were just amazed of these complex rhythms and polyrhythms. Wow. Everything you also said. So, yes. but what we also ask ourselves, like you know, like what is sort of the message behind this? Like, is is there? How can we understand Afrobeat? So Felakuti is probably the godfather of Afrobeat, right? Of course, uh, yeah. So, so is there sort of a, I don't know, a philosophy of this? Uh, I know he also got involved in social and political matters. So what is sort of the message behind Afrobeat music? Well, Afrobeat is a music of protest, you know. It's yeah. a music of revolution. It's a music yeah, it of, uh, uh, for those who don't have arms, who, mm-hmm. who, who don't have guns to fight and you are ready and uh, uh, you should always be ready for the government because they will never give you peace. So yeah. uh, it is the music of the masses. Uh, there was Afrobeat before Fela Kuti came in, uh, but he coined his own brand of music, yeah, uh, yeah. made it more political. He's the only, who was the only one that could do what he was doing. And that, yeah. that will propels him. So if you take away the politics, it's just going to be Afrobeat. But yeah. music plus Afrobeat, that's Fela Kuti. Yeah, yeah. In fact, I'm wearing his hat right now as I'm talking to you. <laughs> Fela Kuti's hat. Yeah. Yeah. Questlove, you know Questlove? He once said that Fela is not, it's not microwave music. It's, uh, it's like a souffle. <laughs> yeah, souffle. I love that. I love that. No, it's oh, like yeah, a, I never heard that before. Incredible, but, no? but that's incredible. That, that, that makes sense to me. 
Uh-huh. And when when did you when did you meet him? Because you uh, of course you you went on tour with Fela during the eighties and nineties, right? Yes. So uh, well, did uh, he contact you, or how how did you? Well, uh, before we go into that, I have uh, a link online that says Elita, the day I met Fela. I have uh, about two pages about that. And I oh, really? Everything there. You wrote an article about it's that? It's an article about 10 years ago, probably. Oh, awesome. And uh, it's, it's right there. It's, it's called... We it's can called. post the link in the podcast description, then I would love to. Exactly. Go to Afropop, yeah. afropop.org uh-huh. and, and write Kalita meeting Fela. You see everything's um, published there. Afropop.org. So, Afropop.org. That's nice because I was doing some research and I didn't find a lot of information about that. Oh, is there? I actually found it last week also. Cool. Right there. Afro, Afropop.org. Oh, Afropop. Afropop.org uh, Kalita meeting fella. Or the day I met you, fella. Then you describe the met you, you, you. Yeah, I will say a little bit about it. Yeah. Uh, yeah first first of all, when I left Benin, I never thought I would be in music. I left uh-huh. Benin as a kid because I was curious about other countries. I just wanted to yeah. see the world. I was not thinking about music at all. Did you did you so, did you live alone or with your family? I left alone, nobody. And I I, I I didn't know anybody. I have no uh-huh. contact. I just I just knew that uh, Nigeria uh-huh. is less than an hour from me. Okay. And I, I just hopped into a taxi. So it was and just one, out of curiosity in a way. Curiosity. I knew yeah. if things were hard, I would just come back the same day because it's not far. Uh-huh. So wow. uh, on getting there, were you? I found... How old were you again, Kaleta? Sorry to interrupt. Uh, 12, 12, 13, 12. maybe. So you 12, were 12 13. years old and you decided, uh, I'm going to Nigeria. <laughs> yes, I didn't know if uh, it's me who did it or something pushed me. I don't know. I, just, I can't remember exactly why it's happened yeah. that way yeah. because nobody took me there. Okay, so go on. Sorry I, to interrupt you. Yeah, mm-hmm. no problem. So when I got there, I have nowhere to stay. So I, I just I, I just saw kids playing football and I joined them after the f- football. I said, mm-hmm. I have nowhere to stay. So they took me to their house. And I, mm-hmm. I, I, I started living in Lagos, just like that. So, mm-hmm. uh, but because I was acquainted to a church, the same mm-hmm. church had a headquarter in Benin. Uh, where we wear white garment is called Celestial Church of Christ. So I mm-hmm. went to that church, and with the little guitar that I knew, I, I was self-taught when I was in Benin. Uh, nobody taught me guitar because you couldn't mm-hmm. find guitar anywhere. Uh, mm-hmm. But I, I, I had a toy guitar that I learned on my own by ears or something like that. I went to that church, and uh, nobody was playing guitar. And there was a guitar. So I started playing it and I became a big guitar player in the church. People just was fascinated by mm-hmm. what. So they decided to get more musical instruments for the church. Wow. After, mm-hmm. after playing for a while, I I heard King Sonia's music by through the window of the church. Mm-hmm. Sonia was playing in the open street where people were there. And I said, wow. This is the guy I, I so much like. So let me just see what's happening. So uh-huh. I went to the street and here hundreds of people gathered around him and he was playing. So uh-huh. I, I, I waited to the end at the end of the show and I, I said, Oh, I'm from Benin. My name is Kalita. And uh-huh. I can play guitar. Can I play guitar uh-huh. with your in your band? He looked at me with curiosity and said, wow, look at this young guy looking at me and telling me he wants to play in my band. He mocked, maybe he has it. 
So he invited me. I went to his house. That was it. And uh, wow. he took me in, in, took me in the band because the band was disbanded in Japan. When they went on tour, they came back. There were no guitar players, all the stuff. And I just fit in like that. And, yeah. you know, that was the so, beginning with uh, uh, yeah. uh, Sonny wow. Adi. I'm sorry you didn't ask me about Sonny Adi. But for Fela, I, I just I just decided to go and to his house and I told him the same thing. I said, Fela, I can play guitar. Yeah. I want to play in your band. And he said, yes. And just, <laughs> go, go for it. So just give me a guitar. I introduced myself. I just hustle and it works. <laughs> that's how I, I became a member of the band. Yeah, wow, that's so yes, cool. Yes. And also because there were so uh, there weren't really guitar players at that time, right? Did I did I get oh, it right? Yes. Are you talking about Fela, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Fela was having four guitar player at that time. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. he, he never had enough, you know, because he need three guitar player on. I mean, on stage. Yeah. And there had to be one or two off stage also in case anything happened. It happen. was a big group, no. How many group. people were around Fela when you had like a concert or when you were on tour? It was 44. 44 people? Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> but, yeah, when I was on tour with him, the last one was 22. But before then, it was 44 people. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yes. Wow. And, uh, so, and also talking now maybe about the technical part of music, like... I don't know if you can explain this, but is is there like a formula to play African beats and rhythms? I mean, you play guitar, but you also you started with drums, right? So how yes. do you learn that? How how can we understand that that polyrhythm section of of Afrobeat? Let's say for somebody who wants to start, uh, learn how to play that, what would you yes. say? You know, like you know, every 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 country has culture, yeah. and if you are born to that culture. Yeah, the, you we know certain things naturally. Uh, yeah. so you, you don't have to learn that much. You, you just find out that you you got it. So, uh, for instance, if you go to if you are born in Italy and they say, "Oh, they eat a lot of pasta, pasta there," yeah. you, you're not going to say, "Oh, how do you guys eat pasta here? How do you well, make? <laughs> how do you make? How do you eat it? Well, how yeah. do you make it? It is part of them. It is part of that culture." It's so just part I can of you, say right? it's just part of me. So mm -hmm. um, knowing Afrobeat, polyrhythmo, uh, rhythmic, because you are surrounded with different kind of uh, uh, different uh, uh, ethnical group, they have different way of playing something. But one thing I learned is that they are based on almost the same thing. It doesn't matter mm -hmm. what language you're speaking; the music uh, radiates around the same culture, and uh, the beats you don't have to count. You don't have to say where is the one, two, three. No, it just mm -hmm. come to you naturally. You hear it, you play it. So yeah. uh, I, I didn't know about counting until I came to America. You know, yeah. yeah. So it is just something natural. It's it's natural. It's hard to yes, yeah. hard to explain. Uh, I can relate to that because I also play the same kind of way. But you know, I lived in Germany, and Germans are okay. like really technical and stuff. Like they really want to get into numbers and things. Yes. And, uh, And the drummer of my band, he he learned all these polyrhythmic uh, rhythms and patterns, and he always explained to me that you know, like with numbers and stuff. And I never understood that. You know? <laughs> I didn't know how to play. Yes, <laughs> yes. What he was talking about. Yes, I'm sorry. Uh, there's an incident with fella. Um, yeah. 
he was counting. I mean, he, he was counting music for us on stage. He he will not yeah. never say one, two, three. He will just say, "Get ready, ready." Yeah. Then he will say, "Ready." Uh, everybody say <laughs> yes. He will say. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah. uh, uh, uh. So you have to count. So I, I I decided to count with my leg. I was counting one. He just stood on my leg and said, "Don't count. <laughs> don't count it. Don't count it. Yeah. Just come in. Just come in." Really? And the next thing, the music just gliding like that. And I said, "Wow, <laughs> I will never count I, again." But I think I think yeah. Fela actually studied music. No, I think he went to England, right? Am I right? Oh yeah, he went to England. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Oh, he learned uh, classical and jazz, yeah. all the stuff. Yeah, yeah. that. Yeah, probably having a, a lot. truly master, right? It, it's incredible to hear. Uh, yes. Fellas. Was he a nice yes. guy? Or did you have fun? Always, I guess it was <laughs> that's always fun. A, that's a good question. The, the stage with him. It's a good question. It depends on yeah. uh, your relationship with him. Yeah. You know? okay. Yeah. If you look like a policeman or military guys or politician from Nigeria, <laughs> you go, you're gonna have a hard time. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. but if you are an ordinary person like him. He's a very sweet, nice guy. Yeah, Simple. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tony Allen, another legend. Yes. He passed away, unfortunately, right? Yes. What a great loss. Um, what was he like? Did, did he have any any memories? Any... Well, ironically, I spoke to him a week before he died. Oh. Um, yeah, he, he was supposed to future and Supanyamba band. Mm-hmm. Um, the band I've been working with. I did not tell the band. Yeah. Uh, it was between me and Tony. I yeah. wanted to surprise the band. Uh, we went to um, Texas to mm-hmm. record uh, the new album that was supposed to come mm-hmm. out this year. We mm-hmm. did uh, six songs. Oh, no, no, we did uh, ten songs. But I told them it's going to be 11, but I didn't know. Why? Because I was working, I was talking to Tony. I wanted Tony to come in uh, to New York, and suddenly he's going to be with us, and we're going to record this, this, the 11th album mm. uh, song. But unfortunately, he passed away one or two weeks before that happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, yeah, it's, it's going to be very much missed. Well, my relationship with him, I only met him uh, twice. Mm-hmm. Uh, first, at the Shrine Lagos, when he came back from France. He's already left the band. And uh, he came to say hi to people, and I met him. The second time, he came to New York to play uh, with a band somewhere, his band. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's all. I never met him uh, physically for a long time, only twice. Only twice. When you were yeah. how, how many how many languages do you speak, actually, Kalita? I speak uh, only 13 languages, only. But Only uh, how many? 13? <laughs> yeah, one, three, yeah. But okay. um, I'm more conversant with uh, Yoruba, uh, uh, French, Gun, mm-hmm. uh, Four, and uh, maybe English. Those five languages, I'm very yeah. conversant with them. But mm-hmm. others, okay. it's okay. It's just like, no. Yeah. By, and by, what by, is? By. What, yeah. And is there an official language of Afrobeat? Like, do you combine those languages when you sing? <laughs> yes. The Afro. The, the, they, they, I mean, they approve. Let me say, they approve <laughs> language approve. Yeah. of Afrobeat is a uh, 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 pidgin English, uh, broken yeah. English. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, uh, when when I listen to some tracks, I, I can hear some hints of English sometimes a little bit, and also with other languages. Yes, <laughs> it is so because Fela wants the language to go across Nigeria and West Africa, and uh, the other one is Yoruba. 
but to me, it's not necessary. So uh, any yeah. any language you put you, you infuse into Afrobeat is going to work. Any music that you change into Afrobeat is going to work. If it's the funk, it will work. If it's rock, it's going to work. If it's blues, it's going to work. All you have to do is to be cognizant, make sure that the stick and the shaker match. Mm-hmm. Those are the very important uh, part of the music that we keep the music that we give the flavor of Afrobeat. The the shakere, the stick, and the conga, the conga, yeah. uh, followed by the the drum. Once you can put those things together, it doesn't matter which language you put in; it's, it's still gonna be fine. I heard some Spanish-related uh, Afrobeat that sounds so good. Yeah. I heard so many. You know, it doesn't really matter, but because. Afrobeat is from you know, Nigeria, you know, in a way, uh, broken English is, is cool with it because yeah. most people can understand it. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yoruba music. So, uh, as far as I know, this is, uh, as, and as you also mentioned, uh, the, the, the music of the Yoruba people, right? Uh, of yes. Nigeria and yes. Benin also, right? Yeah. And uh, I think it also has a very uh, important. Uh, aspect what uh, I don't know if is this religion because I, I know that some for example in some Caribbean countries and style yes. music styles yeah this uh, use this music is used in Santeria for example or other practices Do you, are you also related that or to, to this part to this mystical part of music I don't um, know how to call it everybody that I know uh, is related to it oh, but mm-hmm. um, we have uh, some kind of restriction. Uh, uh-huh. As a Christian, uh, your your parent might have told you, "Do not go into that," yeah. uh, and that may make you feel a little bit guilty, uh, because um, they just want you to face your Bible and uh, uh, be a good Christian. But yeah. those um, those religion that religion have been in Africa before Christianity even came in. So the only way you can really relate to it is when you grow up, you start growing up, you say, oh, okay, I'm grown up now. Nobody's going to tell me what to do or not to help. Mm-hmm. But as a kid, your parents may not want you to go into it if you are Christian. So I heard all this music is part of um, what we've been listening to it um, as a kid. You know, it, it's just like natural also. Um, yeah. And uh, Yoruba being a very big language, uh, it fits in with Santeria stuff also. Uh-huh. And by the way, Benin is the the capital of Santeria. People don't know that. Yeah, yeah. really? Yeah, it is. <laughs> a lot of people don't know that. It was exported <laughs> to Brazil and different countries. Since <laughs> since both of both countries speak the same language. so uh, But Benin was the, the root of voodoo. And Santeria music, yeah, yeah. Wow, wow. Yeah. that's uh, that's an interesting topic. Yeah. Um, do, do you think that Afrobeat is sort of taking over pop music nowadays, or, or over the last couple of years? I have a feeling that Afrobeat is kind of going more popular and global these days. Uh, what are your thoughts about what are your things are the opportunities, the challenges, maybe the advantages? Because I was I was watching a I think it was a documentary about this uh, Burna Boy. Do you know Burna Boy? This oh yeah, sort of, of course, I know. Pop star yes, from Africa, 
So, so yes. do you think the next big pop star will come from Africa? How do you see the future of African music? Uh, first, uh, we have to have uh, we have to differentiate between Afrobeat. We have Afrobeat yeah. and we have Afrobeat with S. Uh, Afrobeat with S is uh, uh, it's just African pop music. You know, yeah, it's like exactly. it's the African music laced with pop. But Afrobeat yeah. without S is uh, has to do with Felakuti's style of music, yeah, yeah, so yeah. which is very jazzy. But mm -hmm. um, that music have been overrun by Afrobeat with S now because the youth uh, don't go into Felakuti's music that much. So they coined yeah. their own Afrobeat, which is Afropop. Like Bonaboy, mm -hmm. he probably is the only one right now who is fusing Felakuti style with uh, with the Afropop. That's too Afrobeat, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, something I've been thinking about for years, but I, I just didn't want to do it. I was looking for the right guy to do it. But here, this guy come and I say, oh, wow, I've been thinking about this, but that's beautiful. Mm -hmm. um, I think Afrobeat is going to, whichever it is, is going to stay for a long time because it's now global. Yeah. Um, in, in Africa, we used to go for funk, we used to go for jazz and uh, pop music from Europe, from America. But it now it is the other way around. It's coming out from Africa now, and it's going to stay for a while. I think so because yeah. it is yeah. being embraced by the people worldwide. Yeah. I, I, I think, so. yeah, I think it's like a global movement right now because it happens also with you know if you think about reggaeton and trap. Yes, it's also it's a big industry now no? coming from Latin America now. No? So yes, it's not necessarily the music that I listen to that I like, but I really admire how how. So many producers and artists are, you know, now are on on the Billboard top ranking and stuff. No? So that's that's incredible. No? It's yes. hard to understand. So um, let's see what happens. We don't know. And and what what have you what have you been doing all this time? The pandemic. How has it changed life? Yeah, um, the pandemic uh, was also an opportunity for me to do so many things that I never had time to do. Yeah. Uh, thank God the studios are not closed. They are there. They only yeah, that yeah. everything has changed. You don't have to be so many people in the uh, in the studio anymore. You can work with the engineer one on one, and you can wear masks and do what you want. But you cannot wear masks to sing actually. But uh, uh, since March last year, uh, after I recorded eleven song with uh, Super Yamba Band, yeah. I also work on. 23 new songs, uh, apart from Spanyamba. And mm -hmm. this weekend, I'm going to be working on three or four more songs. So, so many awesome. things have happened, and this year, uh, it's going to be... So, are you working on a solo project? It's like Oh, a, yeah, like, two solo projects. Yeah. I'm working with another band called Micro Kogi. Uh, mm -hmm. Just, just uh, yeah, the drummer is from Russia. The guitar is from Japan. The other guy is from New Orleans. And the other oh. guy also is from uh, Brooklyn and me. That's five people. Uh -huh. um, we have recorded five songs, <clears throat> uh, two more to go. And also I'm doing a lot of collaboration with a lot of DJs worldwide, working on so many things. Nice. So you're yeah. you're spending a lot of time in, in the studio and, yeah. and making yeah. music now all the yes, time. Yes, a lot. A lot. Yeah. 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 I follow you on Instagram and you're always, always posting some... Oh, wow. videos of you playing guitar and stuff yes i didn't even know that i forgot <laughs> yes <laughs> i'm gonna check it out later <laughs> yeah cool yes. yeah uh so looking back 
what, what do you have like a like a what will be the most memorable moment in your career? I don't know, a memorable night or or can you tell us a, a few stories about you know thirty or more years on the stage? Mm, it has to do with meeting people. Oh, the day I yeah. met the day I met Fela, the day yeah. I met uh, Kingston Yadi, and then day I met uh, Lauren Hill. Lauren uh, Hill, yeah, you also have call up with her, no? Yes, uh, um, all those three meetings are very symbolic because it has to do with yeah. music, it has to do yeah. with acceptance. Uh, yeah. You know, that kind of propels you to, that's kind of indication that you are doing the right thing, you are doing your, yeah. what you would love to do, kind of thing. Have you ever, have so, you ever, uh, have you ever met James Brown? Did you meet him? No. Um, no. He, he was in Nigeria, but I did not have chance to, I did not even know that he came there. Uh, because yeah. probably I wasn't in Nigeria at that time. Uh, I never, I never met him. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So you're working on new projects uh, with the Super Jamba Band. Also, um, is an uh, is a new album coming out this year? Uh, probably this year. Uh, it's supposed to come out last year uh, yeah. because it's ready. It's mastered. We are ready for it. Um, it's it ready. Could be anytime oh. this year. It's ready. It's ready for it. It's food. It's ready to eat. <laughs> <laughs> it's yes. already there. Yes. That's awesome. Yes. So maybe I will contact uh, Daniel then to, to make another podcast. Because we made a podcast last year. Uh, yeah. To promote a little okay. bit the, the, the first. It was the first album of the band, yeah, no? Yeah, um, that was the first one. Yeah, um, the first album, yeah, this, which is an amazing second one. Yeah. Thank you. It's going to be the second one. Yes. Awesome. Uh Kaleta, it was it was a pleasure talking to you. I don't know if there is anything else you want to know the world uh, about about you. Uh, you said it all, and um, yeah, I guess yeah, no. Yes, yeah. um, uh, type my name on Google. You, you get all the information <laughs> right there. <laughs> yeah, people people can find you pretty much everywhere. No, you are Instagram yes. at Kaleta Music, right? Yes. Kaleta Music, uh, also on yeah, Facebook. On Facebook is um, the same name, Leon Kaleta, something like that. Or Zozo Afrobeat, it depends. Yeah, yeah. Zozo Afrobeat. Yes, also. Yeah. What What does Zozo stand for? Zozo means something that has fire on it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, fire Afrobeat, some kind of fire around Afrobeat. Yeah. When was the last time? So I, I guess you, you you can travel right now. Do do you how, how often do you normally? So before pandemic, how often did you did you travel to to Africa, Nigeria? Um, I've not been to Nigeria for a while, but I'm going there very soon. I'm waiting for COVID nineteen to come down a little bit. I don't want to go into the pandemic, but I've been planning uh, because uh, I have some collaboration over there. Uh, mm -hmm. to work on, but uh, I'm going to wait until everything's clear. But uh, yeah, I usually go to Europe, but uh, uh, now I have to wait to go to Nigeria and Benin. I really want to go this year. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Khalid. Thank you for your music. Thank you for your time. I wish you uh, all the best. And Thank you. Thank you. Too. Thank you for having me. All right. Later. Bye.